0: on December thirteenth, twenty twenty-two, for Nebraska to have the same record in basketball as Creighton, but here we are, both teams at six and five. We're joined now by Husband Lines Robin Washington. Before we get to Nebraska, Robin, I mean Creighton basketball, we don't we don't talk much Creighton hoops ever on this show because you know it's jealousy, and envy factor, but they've lost five straight games. I know you don't watch a lot of Creighton yourself, but Robin how how do you explain a team that had final four aspirations before the year and for the first six games? Losing five straight, now sitting at six and five after a loss to Arizona State last night.
2: Robin, I think they overscheduled. Um, you look at mm-hmm. the way they handled their non-con. Uh, that is, <laughs> when I talk about Nebraska's grueling non-conference schedule. Creighton had a run there going into the Nebraska game that was downright brutal. Um, and I don't think this team was clearly uh, ready for that. Uh, the way that maybe McDermott and, and, and Creighton thought they were. So. Um, that uh, started to show. I mean, uh, they 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 scheduled to be a Final Four team, and I don't know if they were quite ready to. Maybe they bit off a little bit more than they could chew.
1: Yeah, and Kalkbrenner's been hurt the last two games; hasn't played the last two games, Rob. And that you take that big seven footer out, they look a little different. He's averaging sixteen a game, by the way.
2: Yeah, but there's you know this is a team that's supposed to be shooting. You know, the seven footer is to be the difference maker, but when they're not hitting threes at a consistent rate, that's that's going to be a real problem for any Creighton team, and uh, that's been the case so far.
1: Robin Washit joins us from HuskerOnline.com, my colleague. Now, I, I'm going to ask you. This is this is a. I'm, I'm very I'm very interested in this question. I'm very interested in these players of the th- of the three critical transfers to Nebraska. Rank these guys in terms of importance to Nebraska right now. Jawan, Gary, Sam Greasel, and Emmanuel Bandamo.
2: B- Bandamel, A- 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 um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's got to be Greasel first and foremost for me. Okay. Um, <laughs> just because of everything that he does. Um, you know, he's one of their top scorers. He's the best assist guy. He's one of their better rebounders. And honestly, he's kind of the heart and soul of – of everything that they do. So um he's number one for me. Okay, who's two? Um but seconds, you know, I'm gonna go Bandamel. Um, okay just because uh I mean for one, you've seen the, the role that he has to take on when Sam's not on the floor. Uh he he's their only other option at that point guard spot. So um that in itself, but then you look at his defense, mm-hmm. that is what has separated him for me. Uh you know, the go back to that Creighton game what he did to Ryan Nembhard, what um, you know he's done uh, the last couple outings against uh, opposing teams best players um, you know he he's the one that takes on the biggest challenge um, on the perimeter defensively and he's played at a really elite level defensively um, if you go back and kind of just examine how those games have gone um, on the defensive end for Nebraska it starts with Emmanuel and when Nebraska's good on defense it's because Emmanuel is, is setting the tone so um, you know all three of those guys have been critical, but um, Sam has done it all. But Emmanuel's impact defensively is putting him uh, right behind them for me. Right behind Sam for me.
1: Robin it joins us. I'm also interested in this question, and I don't know that there's an easy answer to this. Who would you say is most responsible for helping Derek Walker's offensive ability? Because I, I mean, he's turned into a formidable offensive player before our eyes. Now that's two coaching staffs though, right?
2: Yeah. Who did, who's helping? Very little carryover. Um, The only, really the only two people that uh, have been there as far as all of last year and all of this year, uh, Fred Hoiberg and uh, Nate Lenzer. So, you know, I don't, I think there's not one player that you can say, or coach, Right. Or a teammate that you could say hey, that's the reason why Derek's done it. i think you just got to put it on Derek. yeah where, okay. um you know he's he's developed himself into uh, the player that he is when he came here as a transfer from tennessee he was he was not this type of player uh-uh. um he was averaging three points a game at tennessee and so like for him to evolve into this um is a real credit um to him and uh, learning how to play a style of basketball that um, has been extremely efficient and extremely productive uh, so uh, yeah, I mean I'm sure he's gotten help along the way but um, I think the the biggest reason is just the work that Derek has put in over six seasons of college basketball to get to this point
0: yeah I mean Trace Jackson Davis had a triple-double but it wasn't a bunch of points that Zach Eady had 11 points and only seven shots in 43 minutes of playing time against Walker if you can do that against those two guys I mean you got Dickinson at Michigan but who else is is in those guys level in terms of big guys in the big 10 Robin Uh,
2: nobody I mean those guys are all Americans and so you know it's going to be a drop off the rest of the way after those two Um, so I mean yeah there's gonna be good big men out there but uh, there's not going to be anybody like Zach Eady there's not going to be anybody as (laughs) overall productive as Trace Jackson Davis and so it's been Derek Walker. I mean, he's he's done a, he's been a big part of slowing those guys down. But the way Nebraska has defended those two players in particular has been a total team effort. Um, you know, I thought it was interesting. Matt Painter was almost like upset with the way that Nebraska defended Zach Eady, where they kind of like face carded him, and he he said it was borderline illegal what Nebraska was doing. Well, the, the refs let him play that way, and they were almost able to um, or you know, what they were. Able to have Edie uh, have his worst game of the season offensively, so um, you know I, it's Derek it starts that conversation. But um, the way Nebraska has been able to double the post and take away yeah. those all-American level bigs, while still being able to defend the perimeter well enough, um, I mean that's been the the difference. You know, last year they've always had to overcommit to the paint just because of their lack of size. But then the issue was they were so slow on their rotations, and the effort just wasn't there to get back out and contest three pointers that they would give up one wide open look um, behind the arc after another, and teams would just kill them from from three point range. Well, that's not happening this year, at least nearly not as much as it had in previous seasons, and that's been as big of a difference as anything as to why Nebraska has been so improved defensively. Is yes, you know, Derek and, and that front court have done a good job. But the total team effort and buy-in for forty minutes defensively um, has you know really been the the difference maker for me
1: are we not talking enough about the defensive assistant that Fred hired
2: uh, Adam Howard Adam Howard oh uh, uh, yeah sure he should get more credit because um, you know that was the reason he was brought here was to help Nebraska take on a, a different defensive identity and that, that that aggressiveness that effort is a big part of him but it's it's Adam, it's Nate Lenzer, um, you know, I guess Fred. I, I, I don't know how early it is to say how much Ernie Ziegler's uh, impact has been in that end, but certainly he's part of that. Um, but then, you know, what it, it all comes down to is the, the, the commitment from Fred Hoiberg to play that style of basketball. You know, I mean, he, he's the one that's uh, running that show and for Nebraska to totally, uh, you know, flip the page and, and take on a completely different identity from anything that they've done over the previous three seasons. Um, that starts with Fred. And so he went and got Adam of power. You know, he brought in Nate Lenzer and guys that uh, are able to teach that style of defense. And, you know, that's, that's kind of just been the ripple effect where you know, Fred, this off the se- after last season, decided that big changes need to be made. And to his credit, he went out and, and made not just changes, but the right changes and brought in guys, coaches, and players that have been able to, um, you know, take on an identity that's that's been pretty darn successful so far.
0: So as you look at the rest of the season, Robin, I mean, before the year you you said on this show that ten wins total mm-hmm. was the expect the goal for Nebraska. Now they're zero and two. They've lost to Indiana. They have lost to Purdue in overtime. But as you look at the team now through eleven games, what have you revised your expectations, your goals to for this team?
2: I mean, certainly it's it's a higher ceiling now, um, just with the way that they've played um, over the stretch of those games. Yeah, their their record is, you know, they're, they're six and five, but they've been really darn close in a few of those games, and arguably should even have a better record than they do. Um, but what I worry about still is just the totality of the season. You know, the reason that they've been so competitive is, is because of the effort. When the losses start to pile up, it's harder to bring that effort every single night. We've seen it um, over the years. But, uh, so, they, they've got to find a way to win some of these, you know, these games. Yeah, that, Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah, Saturday is a huge one. Absolutely huge. And, you know, then then you got, like, uh, Iowa. You know, the, the, those, like, Northwestern, Penn State, uh, Rutgers, Ohio State. Uh, you know, those types of games that... You know, when you're talking about the the, the middle of that Big Ten pack, those are the ones you have to win. You have to win the games at home. And so um, I certainly think they can be much better than a 10-win team, Um, but they have to start getting some of these because if you start losing uh, a bunch of close losses and that that frustration starts to pile up, then, you know, that that can kind of start to, to impact the effort that Nebraska absolutely has to play with night in, night out. So, um, I I, they've been much better than I thought Um, they still have some some warts offensively um, especially with their shooting but you know if, if they play like they have been the last few games if they play with the effort they've done against Purdue Creighton and even the majority of the game against Indiana they can compete with and beat most teams on their schedule but you know again it's they got to start getting some reward for that effort.
1: Yeah, Saturday. We we alluded to Saturday. They put Nebraska, Kansas, place Kansas State in Kansas City. Why do you say that game's huge? Why did you say that, Rob?
2: Well, because if they can come out of that four-game stretch two and two, yeah. um, then I think you really start to re- reevaluate things. But, you know, if you have three straight losses, um, and I guess they still have Queens left on the schedule, but, you know, lose three out of four going into Big Ten play, you know, that's not giving you a whole lot of momentum. And if this team can get some real positive momentum going into the meat of big 10 play, um, they're, they're going to have a chance. And again, if they can just get some, some reward for this outstanding effort that they've been bringing over the first two months of the season, um, that's going to go a long way in, in keeping their, their motor revving going into January. So, um, you know, that, I thought going into this four-game stretch, if they could just get one, that would be a success. But if they can get two, mm. like I said, then, then I think you start to you know really reevaluate what their chances are going to be come Big Ten play.
0: Robin, always good stuff. Thanks for the
1: time. We will chat with you again next week.
2: Yep, sounds good, guys. See
0: you. Uh, Robin Washington, Husker Online.
1: High character team. I think they'll be fine, and I think wins will come. I mean, it's pretty – I mean, look what they just did. That's the number one ranked team in the country, Jake. Yes. That Nebraska pushed into overtime, had on the ropes, bad call late, got them. You get that you get that ball where that the ref blew a bad whistle. Mm-hmm. You get that ball, you're you're probably on a you, you got numbers on the break, and you're going up by one yep. and and you're with probably that point in eight seconds to yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, I, they're gonna win some games. They will. I now Kansas State's big and it will be tough. It'll be K-State's tough. K State's nine and one. Yeah. It'll be tough. It'll be a big, a big win for Nebraska. Huge game for Nebraska because you ha- you would have the Creighton pelt, yep. and then you would have the Kansas State pelt, mm-hmm. and if you could get to eight wins in the Big Ten, you would present to the NCAA tournament committee a pretty good resume.
0: Two pretty huge big game conference
1: wins. Huge game. Huge game on Saturday, 6 p.m. Saturday night in Kansas City. Yeah, I'm tempted to go. I was, I was right. I could have had a
0: throw a baseball at that on Saturday. I was right there.
1: Where were you staying?
0: Well, I was at the Power and Light District.
1: Where would you guys stay? We what, stayed. What We stayed at Westport. Oh, you stayed in Westport. Yeah. Nice. Westport. We drove sport. over there. For that yeah, way. I like Westport. It's a good spot.
0: Let's. Where'd po- you stay? What hotel? Uh, it was the Sevilla. S e v i l l e. It was kind okay. of a
1: millennial spot. No,
0: definitely <laughs> not. Def definitely not at a millennial spot. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at 464-568. Four, four, chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. You somehow won yesterday despite being down zero to negative one. You just flexed the camera there.
1: That was on tour. That was weird. Um, <laughs>
0: was it Was it weird? On tour. A little different. Uh, today's topic is colleges of all-time great NFL quarterbacks. Oh, yes. What schools did some of the greats yes. go to? Yes, okay. I like this. You know that one? Yep. All right, let's go. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 4, 6, four five six eight five. Call to take down SIP and Trivia 1 and 0 on the week. You feel good about colleges of NFL
1: great quarterbacks? I feel good. I feel good.
0: You're contestant. If you can hear us, you're on the game show. Who do we have today? This is Alex. Alex, how do you feel about colleges
1: of all-time great NFL quarterbacks?
2: Uh, just okay. Let's do it.
1: All right. Thank you, Alex, for getting up and calling. We appreciate him. All right,
0: Alex. First question goes to you. Here we go. What school did Warren Moon go to?
2: I'm
1: just gonna guess Houston. I'm not.
2: I'm
1: not I, I mean, I know this. This is not a guess. The Huskies of Washington. Washington is correct. A one's your
0: lead for SIP. Chance for a 2-0 lead. Sip, your first actual question. What school did Boomer Esiason go to? Uh, He was a Terp, Maryland. (laughs) Looks pretty good for Sip so far. Not over yet, though. 2-0 lead to stay alive. Alex, your last question. What school did Dan Fouts go to? Ooh. Fouts.
1: (laughs) Oh. Um, Dan Fouts. Um. How about
2: Michigan State?
1: <laughs> he
0: was an Oregon Duck, yes, he long-time was. Charger, yes, he Oregon was. Duck in college. Would have had that, Alex. We we'll get you a bag on the coffee. Thanks for calling in and call in down the road.
1: All right, thank you. Uh, thank you. Two
0: Alex. and O start the week once again. It's just become a tradition. Two and O is how you start the week.
1: I was locked in. I was What's locked in. What's your last questions? Here? Yes. Okay, you, so you would have had Oregon. Oregon, yeah. No hesitation. No hesitation. Easy. No hesitation.
0: Okay. Did you watch him in Oregon on, on TV? Uh, I,
1: no, I don't think so. Okay. So I'll give you a three there. All right, for
0: the 4-0 win, you've already won the game. What school did Terry Bradshaw go to?
1: Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. Terry Pradshaw, very strange dude. Oh, yeah. He was a Cajun, a Louisiana Tech. How about that? Okay, all right, mm-hmm. one more tiebreaker. Okay, let's
0: do it. How many quarterbacks in the NFL have or had 50,000-plus passing yards in their career?
1: How many quarterbacks in the NFL history? Yes. 50,000 plus. plus yards. God. Uh, 13. Oh,
2: tw- 12. <laughs> Dang. That's amazing. How
1: many active quarterbacks? How many active?
0: Of the 12.
1: Um, active. Well, there's one.
0: Okay. Who's the one? Brady. Okay. That's, yeah.
1: Um, two, three. Four. Okay. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan Aaron probably Rogers, about done. Yeah, Rogers. Rogers not about done probably. What was the fourth one. I'm trying to think. I, I I didn't write
0: those down. Yeah, it, was, it was Ryan, Brady, Rogers, and somebody. He's gotta else. He's Got
1: to be someone old, pretty much. Yep. In their thirties, right? Think about it over the break. Think about it over the break. I'm
0: trying to get it right now.
1: Okay. Why do why, why, why do I have through this? the old Who's the old guy? Te- Just guys? whip through the team. Not Dalton. He
0: was up there, but he's like a you know he's down the list. So Matthew Stafford? I don't know if he's one of the, It might be Stafford. Okay, Stafford. Might be Stafford. Okay. Might be Stafford. Thank you. Texture. I'll check that. Hey, right what's there. that? Two and zero. Two and zero.
1: The I man cannot
0: is, be stopped. I think it is Stafford. By the way, it probably is Stafford. Probably is. Thank you. So name him. Brady, Brady, Ryan, Stafford, Rogers. Yeah, that's your guys. Okay. When we come back, spill over with Raph and Ad on early break on the ticket.